0: You know, part of living, learning, and growing is that we each develop ideas about the world and the things of the world. We also each develop a spiritual worldview. As Pastor Brian Clark shares in his latest book, how our view of God is developed has a lot to do with how we grew up, and that view might not be completely accurate. Brian's new book is called God's Not Like That.
1: So a number of, of the My Bridge Radio family, probably most of them that listen quite a bit, would be familiar with you because of whether it's sermons that we play on Sunday or Bible studies that we play or insight spots from you that we play during the week. So the My Bridge Radio family is familiar with you, but you're an author also. We did talk about your kid book, uh, I think about a year or so ago, right? Yeah, right. You have a new one that we're super excited about and we're excited to uh, talk about this morning and, and expose the My Bridge Radio family to. It's called God's Not Like That, which is such an intriguing. Intriguing title. What motivated you to write the book?
0: So over the years, I've done a lot of preaching and teaching about the family, the role of the family, the purpose of the family. And that's actually what gave birth to this book is if the Purpose of the family is to perpetuate the kingdom of God from generation to generation. In other words, to pass God on from generation to generation. Then everyone leaves their family of origin with a view of God. Mm-hmm. That view of God may be very good, or it may be very poor. But uh, o- over the years, one of the things I've, I've. Uh, Seen is there there's nothing more important in your christian walk than your view of god mm-hmm. like there's no work around if you if you have a, a messed up view of god you're never going to really experience the abundant life that jesus offers mm-hmm. so uh, over the years, I, I would say there's a lot of Christians in all of our churches that, if they were to be honest, would say their Christian life isn't what they thought it'd be. Hmm. They're not as happy. They're not as peaceful. They they just feel like I don't have this intimate relationship with Jesus. It, it's just not what I thought it was going to be, and they have no idea that often at the core is a messed up view of God. And until that gets corrected, then they're not really going to experience that life. So, in a sense. It's how your family of origin impacts your view of God. And then the book is a process to work through to figure that out and work toward a, a more accurate view of God.
1: You just made a pretty profound a statement here or a very sobering statement about our view of God and the impact that it has. To say that like your view of God has that degree of impact on your life, unpack that a little bit more for us.
0: Well, you're talking about a faith walk. And so I need to be able to trust God and feel safe with God and believe that God tells the truth. So if my view of God is messed up, the problem is if you know your view of God is messed up, it's not that difficult to correct it. Hmm. But most people don't realize their view of God is messed up. All they know is I, I can't trust God, or hmm. I'm fearful, or I'm anxious, or God let me down, or I'm angry with God, or God disappointed me again, or God, God doesn't like me, or God thinks I'm a loser. You know, all those emotions reflect a view of God that's, that's messed up. Just to sober you up a little bit more, <laughs> I'm going to say most Christians formulate their view of God more by the circumstances of life than by the pages of scripture. Hmm. And that's kind of a scary thought. And at the core, the foundation of that is all the things you experienced growing up in your family of origin. So I think Christians end up trying all these different programs. They're constantly looking for something that's going to unlock the life they want. But Typically, that doesn't work uh, as long as our our view of God isn't correct.
1: So you talk about how family matters because of what it teaches us about God, even if our parents aren't religious. You know, we as Christian parents, we think whether we feel like we're doing a good job or not or being intentional about it or not, we kind of conceptually understand that it's important for parents to raise our kids spiritually. And again, I think plenty of us probably feel like we're falling down or have fallen down on the job. The thought of whether you're intentional or are not intentional whether you're religious or not religious our view of god will be formed in the home talk about that
0: everybody was raised somewhere by someone and that environment impacted your view of god simply because that's how god designed the family to work so that is what's going to happen you know this roots back to our view of god as the creator so we didn't invent family god created family on purpose and the purpose was to pass God on. So that is what's going to happen. So you could have been raised in a two-parent family, an irreligious family, an atheist family, a wonderful, loving family. You could have been raised in foster homes or an orphanage. Somebody raised you, and just by virtue of the way God's made family and the way God's made us as people, Then there's all these images and pictures and experiences that teach us something about God, and that gets projected onto God. And by the time we leave home, we believe all kinds of things about God. They may be really, really accurate, or they may be really, really messed up.
1: Are you saying that the reason why our view of God is formed in our family is because God intended it? That was one of the core reasons of the family?
0: That is exactly what I'm saying. You just said it uh, more succinctly (laughs) than I did. I think if it's a messed up, abusive kind of family, then that's more obvious, hmm. but it can be a very loving, caring home. But we may have still learned things about God that aren't true that continue to affect us
1: today. Brian, as we look at what we learned about God from our family, you write that we're walking a tightrope, a difficult tightrope. So unpack that for us.
0: The challenge is, you know, all, all of us as parents we do our best, but we're not perfect and we make mistakes. So there's nobody that comes from a perfect home. There's also the reality that we don't want to create more anger or tension between adult children and the family they grew up in. Mm -hmm. So the tightrope is I genuinely want to help people formulate a more accurate view of God so they can experience the life that Jesus offers them. So, we can't pretend that their family of origin didn't impact that. Mm. But we also don't want to create more conflict or tension. And I don't want people to come out of the book just simply blaming their family for their problems today. So, I repeat often in the book that one of the tests of a more accurate view of God is we should have a heart of compassion. We should have a heart of forgiveness. We should have a heart of kindness. So, it should actually improve our relationship with our family of origin Hmm. if we're cultivating a more accurate view of God. That's what makes it a bit delicate.
1: Brian, you know, as I think about this point that we're talking about today of, you know, your view of God being formed by circumstances only or through the correct interpretation of Scripture of the Bible, I don't think you're saying that, that it's totally wrong for our view of God to be formed somewhat through circumstances. I think about even, I think it was in Romans, that his divine nature, his eternal power being clearly seen through what he's made, right? So I think there's probably is some level of accurate perspective about, about God that we can Pull from what, we, what our circumstance. So, talk about that, hold that balance between yes, there's some ways that circumstances, but we've got to use scripture. So, help us kind of blend those two together.
0: The whole idea of formulating our view of God uh, out of our family of origin is saying that. God intended for those circumstances at home to teach us about God. So it's not saying that that's wrong or bad. It's more being aware that that is the case. It's like going to seminary. I can go to a seminary that teaches me the truth, or I can go to a seminary that teaches me error. Right, right. It can be one or the other. What if I do grow up in a home? I grew up in a home where my dad suffered an extreme pain for over 20 years. Well, what kind of a view of God does that begin to formulate? If God is so loving and kind and compassionate and caring, none of that really makes sense. So, the Word of God has to come back as a corrective to help me understand, even though my circumstances didn't line up with this, I do think God is kind and He's loving and He's compassionate. I just can't always make sense of why things are the way they are. So that works well when it's something that's really obvious. But a lot of these beliefs are very subtle. I don't even realize these are things I believe to be true about God. I only know that when I hear scripture that tells me certain things about God, it doesn't ring true to me. I have some sort of an emotional reaction or I i don't even realize I don't trust God mm-hmm. or I i don't realize that I have to perform to God to somehow keep him from whacking me. Mm-hmm. So it's the stuff that's way more subtle that I think gets us into trouble.
1: As yes, we're talking today about uh, kind of our view of God and how it forms and how it's formed through our circumstances, I think about my story with my son when he was you know, seven weeks old, spinal meningitis, first child, probably had the purest experience of fasting because I wasn't trying to fast, but I'm like going, I need to, God, I need to understand this because I trust you, I've trusted you, I've trusted my life to you, I'm, doing, I'm entering the ministry to follow after you. This happens to my first born child, like what in the world? I had to come to grips with that. And I remember I specifically said, if I don't figure this out, I'm dropping out of the ministry because I can't tell people To trust God if I can't trust him myself. I had that experience of being confronted with those two realities and how I ended up navigating that was going to be critical to, as you said earlier, my faith walk. So most, if not all people at some point in their life are going to come head-to-head with that kind of a experience. Yes or no?
0: Yes. Part of the challenge is you view those circumstances through a lens so, if your lens is God is a good God and God is faithful and God loves me and I can trust God, then you can work your way through. It doesn't mean you'll ever understand why certain things are the way they are. I'm 64 years old and I still don't understand most of what I grew up with, but I do choose to believe God is good and faithful and loving. And that's, that's the lens that I view the world through. but if that lens is God is cruel or God is unfaithful or God can't be trusted or God isn't a, isn't a good God, then I interpret those experiences through that lens and it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse because I already thought God wasn't really very faithful because he disappointed me and then something happens and it's like, see, I told you God's not that good and he's not faithful. And so then you read the scripture and you read through the Old Testament. It's like God is so mean and he's He's so judgmental because that's the lens you're looking through. Mm. So even when you read the scripture, it's skewed, and it's just it feeds on itself until you're you're just a pretty miserable Christian. Well, Brian, this has been so good, <laughs> and we're so excited about getting the first ever My Bridge Summer Book Club started, reading through your book together. And as we suspected, there's still a lot we'd like to cover with you. Can we pick this conversation up again on Thursday morning? Yes, absolutely.